0: I asked this question on stage yesterday in front of, I don't know how many people, what was it? 350, 350 liters of a, uh, of a large manufacturing company. They were meeting in Dallas for the first time in two years because of COVID. And I asked this question after I asked it, <laughs> forgive the way this comes across, but I thought that's brilliant. Like, wow, that was really good. And, uh, so I, I I want to share with you the question and maybe, um, gain some humility back too in this episode, leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination. You can describe I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the culture hacks podcast. We're only letting in about 30 leaders. We might go up to 50, but no bigger than that. So we're targeting somewhere between 30 and 50 leaders who we're allowing into the beta test of our new lead in 30 cohort. Think of this like a fitness challenge, a 30-day fitness challenge. For leadership. It will transform the way you look at leading others and will upscale your ability, your ability to scale your leadership. It's gonna be incredible. And so we're 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 launching it, we're beginning it in the first week of January. But you've got to sign up now. It's $197, which is way reduced from what this is gonna cost once we get the beta group through it. So your job is to join it if you want to. And then we're going to create this transformative experience. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be interacting with myself and the other co-founder of Lone Rock Consulting, Jared Jones, and with other leaders of other companies, right? And um, and then you're going to give us feedback, and we're going to fine-tune it, and then and then officially launch this cohort experience in February or March, and it's going to cost over $1,000. So right now, it's only 197 If you want to be part of the beta, go to leadin30.com and sign up lead in 30.com okay let's dive into the topic so yesterday got back late last night Eh, not too late but got back last night from dallas and um jared and i uh from our firm lone rock consulting were on stage um for a couple of hours in front of um 350 i think there were i think there were like 40 people joining virtually as well um so so hundreds of of uh leaders across a um across a business division of, um, of one of the largest manufacturing companies, you'd, you'd know their name if I said it, but we gotta, gotta keep that on the down low. So, um, we're we're on stage and we're, our job is to create alignment and to, to really help this organization make some shifts in, 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 uh, in what they're focused on. So we're working with the executive team, coaching them, and they asked us to, hey, will you get in front of this this entire leadership team, our expanded leadership team, these hundreds of people from around the world and uh, and help us on this. So we did that. And there was a question that came up, a topic that came up that was really interesting that I thought you would benefit. We'd all benefit from thinking about. And and let me tell you how this played out. So the senior leader who oversees um, this group. And, uh, I don't know exactly how many people are in the business area. I want to say it's like 25 to 30,000, somewhere in that. I know it's at least 25,000 who are in here all over the world and uh, they make incredible products. And, um, and so he's on stage and he's telling this story about how, um, about how sometimes in meetings he receives text messages from, uh, from participants in the meeting. So let's say they're in the room. They're all meeting in the room and maybe there's 25 or 30 leaders. um, There's a leadership team in the room and they're having a discussion and he'll receive a text message or two or three or four from different people going. Can you believe she said that? Can you believe he's got that opinion? Oh, my gosh, we need to dig into that. Like they're sending him messages, not the whole time, but occasionally, periodically throughout a meeting. And this is like happens regularly and you, you can probably relate, right? This probably happens in your organization or it might, or you've been a part of a company where this happens. You're in a virtual meeting and you're getting texts or you're, you're sitting, we've all done this, right? You're sending texts. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe or whatever. And, uh, and this leader on stage, he's, he's saying to his group of his expanded leadership team, we got to stop this. Like this can't Continue to be a part of how we how we function as a team, and what we need is we need we need to we need to just share. We need to create an environment in our organization where we just say whatever it is we're thinking. Don't like don't put in a text. Just say it. So he tells his story and makes that point. And, uh, and the meeting goes on and then Jared and I get up on stage and we're facilitating conversation and we're talking about some of the, some of the challenges that they face as an organization. And, and, uh, our, our job is to get the group talking and, you know, that's what we do. That's what our firm, what we're, what we claim to be experts at. We create alignment, clarity and alignment on leadership teams. And we do that by facilitating the right conversation. What's what's the conversation that's needed on this leadership team right now in order to create alignment and clarity around what we're trying to achieve? So many leadership teams struggle with that. They struggle with clarity around what what's most important and clarity around how we need how we need to be thinking and then um, alignment on on the things that matter most. We, we've got different priorities. We've got different perspectives, and that happens because we've got diverse people. We should have diverse people in the room, and so how do you create alignment? So that's that's what we that's what we get paid to do, and um, and so we're facilitating up on stage, you know, in a, in a huge hotel ballroom in Dallas, and um, we're getting this group to talk, and it's it's fun. I just love uh, the, the bigger the audience, the more fun it is. I love I love working in small leadership teams and and in the conference room and the boardroom. Um, that that's awesome. Um, but I also love being on stage and, and you don't get a, you don't get a ton of opportunity to be on stage in person right now. Um, most of our biggest, our biggest audiences are virtual where hundreds of leaders or thousands of people will tune in virtually and that's fun and challenging. And, and, and there's, there's that, that, that there's a, there's, there's value in that, but there's nothing like being in the room together. In fact, this group kept talking about how it was like a high school reunion people you haven't seen. And they were all masked up and taking appropriate precautions and 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 doing you know, allowing people to tune in or log in virtually if they didn't want to travel, if they didn't feel safe about it or they'd been exposed to somebody with covid. So they were they were they were um, they were doing the things that I think any any medical expert would say, OK, um if you're gonna gather be safe about it and um and again I know we have i, I hate to even talk about that because there's emotion some of you are like rolling your eyes like I can't believe how like why, why would they wear masks that's so stupid okay well whatever there are other people who feel like anyway they're diverse opinions and I respect them all and 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 everyone's entitled to hold their views so what whatever you think they were in the room and they were doing whatever and it, it was good to be it was good to be in person with them is the bottom line so anyway at one point when we're up on stage And we're having this discussion and I'm feeling like one of my strengths in in uh, in working with teams is I'm pretty good at I I think I am. I I receive this feedback regularly, so hopefully it's accurate. I'm pretty good at getting people to talk about what they need to. And so if I feel like the conversation, people aren't saying what they really think, then, you know, there there's a there's a way to get to say that to make that observation and without being without creating, making it awkward and to to get the group to talk about what you need them to talk about. And so at one point I felt like they were, they were this group of hundreds of leaders spread out around this whole hotel ballroom. I felt like they were saying what they, what they felt like the senior executive who was on stage with Jared and I at the time, I, I felt like they were saying what he wanted to hear and nobody was taking a risk at pushing back or challenging certain things or bringing up some of the challenges that they face. And so I said that, I said, you all, this is a great conversation. Great comments. Thank you so much for that. Now. And this is the way I worded it. And I pointed I this thought came to me. I thought, um, and, and I actually didn't think about it too much. It just kind of it just popped in my head. And I thought, remember what, remember the story that the senior executive talked about with receiving text messages sometimes in their organization. And I said, you all, I feel like this is a great conversation, but I wonder, I wonder what would be, what you would type on your phone in the text message that you would send to somebody else right now about what's not being said and the whole room just started laughing. Why are they laughing? Cause that's true. Like they were, they were thinking about that, right? Like, oh yeah, there are things we're not saying. And I, there are things that I would type right in a text message right now to a colleague on the other side of the hotel ballroom that, well, man, we're not saying that, or people aren't saying this, or we're just brown nosing the leader. And so there was laughter. And immediately you all, the conversation shifted. Somebody stood up. We had Mike runners in the room. Somebody ran a mic over to them. They said, and immediately the comment, the conversation turned real. And we started talking about the challenging stuff. And the elements of of the the organization and what they're facing that are holding them back. It was so awesome, and this leader on stage, uh, he created the, the the perfect experience for everybody in the room by listening and not being defensive, and you know asking for some more detail, and and that shifts how how teams function. That creates alignment. When here's this senior executive, you know, I mean, yeah, I can't go into too many details. Dang it. There are things I want to share about this experience and different things that, that would be interesting, but it would give away too much. And, and um, I got to protect non-disclosure agreements and all, all of that. So um, I, I, I'm real respectful of that. So um, I would just say that it was a really powerful experience as this leader stood up there and the conversation turned real, and the the body language from him and the way he responded and and the and and he at the end of the conversation was feeling like wow, we're, that was the real stuff. Like we're talking about what really needs to be talked about. We're digging into the, the, the opinions that people share and what's holding us back and what's challenging us. And uh, it was, I just love that. And so here's, here's the reason I wanted to do a podcast episode on this. Why I thought about it is I wonder what, what would be, I think that's a really good question, right? Like you, some of you might be able to use that in an upcoming meeting. Or in a conversation inside your organization. And you can word it however you want. I'm sure some thoughts have been going through your mind. But you might say um, at the appropriate time. In a meeting. You know a lot of times you all. Um, we might text after a meeting. Or have a conversation. About um, you know share thoughts. That, that we had during a meeting. And I'm wondering right now. What would you type. In a text message. And send to somebody. In, in the, who's in the room right now. Virtually or in person. What, what would be in that message that we're not saying out loud? What would you put in a text message? And the senior leader, um, on stage yesterday actually wrote that question on a flip chart on, on stage. What would you put in a text message right now? Question mark. And I thought that was so interesting. He loved that question. And, um, I think it's really powerful Another, you know, that that's a, that's a fun, casual way that we all can relate to, to ask that question. Another way to bring this up is, you know, what are we not talking about in this organization that needs to be talked about? What are we not? I I like to ask this question all the time in interviews with like, let's, in fact, we were on the phone today with a, a, a leadership. Well, um, the president of an organization we've never worked with before. And they'd found out about us from somebody else, which happens. That's 90% of our business. Just people actually more than that. People will find out about us from somebody else and, and uh, and so anyway, we had the call first call today with this, the president of this company. It's based on the East coast. And, and uh, we were laying out, Hey, he, he was asking some questions and we said, well, you know, if you decide to engage us and, and, and use us for what we've been talking about, one of the next steps we would have is we would, we would want to talk to your leadership team. We want to do phone calls or um, virtual, con- you know, connect virtually with each member of your leadership team. And one of the questions that we want to ask them is what's a reality that we as a team aren't acknowledging or we aren't openly discussing. And 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 that that's a really interesting question. What are we not talking about that we need to be talking about? What's not being said publicly out loud that needs to be said? And so as a leader of whatever team you're leading, you want to you want to create an environment where th- that 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 doesn't exist. People feel totally comfortable saying out loud what they might have in, in another setting, only been comfortable typing in a text. That makes sense. And, and this exists. Some of you might work in organizations or uh, at companies where you think, Russ, does that, is that real? Like, are there really teams or leaders where that environment exists? And the answer is totally there. There are there were several moments yesterday on stage when I asked certain questions and uh, and the room was just staring at me. No hands went up. And you've got all these leaders that are just, you know, staring back at me because nobody wants to talk. And and this to the to the credit of the senior executive, he's really working on shifting that and creating a different environment um, in, in this lar on this large team spread out a- across different um, countries and, and lots of different locations. And so to his credit, he's he's working on that. And, and, and there, are other, there are other organizations or teams we go into, we stand up on stage like that yesterday or virtually, we, we ask, and like everybody's hand goes up and everybody's speaking and the noise level is super loud. I always say, you know, you can tell a lot about the, um, the health of an organization by the, the level of noise. And in meetings virtually or in person, in conversations, if there's a ton of chatter and if you ask a question, there's a lot of hands that go up and a lot of discussion. You probably have a pretty healthy culture, pretty healthy environment. But if there's hesitation, a lot of people not raising their hands they're waiting, that's a sign that we've got work to do. And, and one of the ways you combat that is by creating experiences as a leader that signal to people show them that you're willing you want to you're you want to have everything out in the open and and the way you create that environment which is a whole nother episode but i'll give it a couple of of things to think about here is is it it all happens by seeking it you're asking for what else are we not talking about you all there have to be some reservation there has to be some objections there have to be some challenges to what we're talking about or what i'm laying out the vision that i'm talking about or our our goals for 2022 and we're going to by the way um, in, in our webinars this month, in our live web classes, um, if you haven't registered for those, you, sh- you should go to, um, lone rock and you'll see a way to register for it. But yeah, in our, in our web live, uh, free web classes this month that we're digging into this, how to create alignment as you go into the new year and you roll out your 2022 strategy. But, um, so you seek people's perspective. You acknowledge, I know you guys have challenges or there are things running through your mind, that are obstacles and, and contradictions and, 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 and problems that we have that we have to address in order to accomplish this. I'm wondering what are those? I'd love to hear that. So you ask for, you seek the, the, the challenges, the pushback, the, the, all of that. And then when people actually vocalize it, in that experience, in, in that moment, your body language, what you say out loud is really critical. You communicate. Thank you so much, Lisa, for bringing that up. Mike, I appreciate you saying that. That's I, I, I know a lot of people feel that way. And so you validate it and you talk through it. You don't punish people when they bring up objections or challenges or all that sort of thing. And then what happens is the more you do that and the more they seeing you making adjustments, based off of objections you're hearing or things that are that are brought up the more they go oh the 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 environment here is the way that we work here is you can say those things out loud you don't have to send them in a text message so anyway just a uh, an experience that uh, i had in dallas yesterday that was powerful um and uh, just awesome and we 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 created that leader created some movement in that organization across that leadership team, certainly he did yesterday on stage. And I, I loved, I loved, um, I love that. I love um, watching organizations, watching teams um, just I- improve and dig into how they work. So much of our time and energy is spent on the tactics and we don't dig into how we're working together. And we don't have those conversations about the the challenges that we face and what, what shifts are needed in order for us to, 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 to be more aligned and to grow faster or to, to scale what we're doing. And it's, it's really, really critical to make sure we're having conversations about that. Okay. Leadin30.com. If you haven't signed up yet and you're interested in being part of the beta, we would love to have you. This will, this will have a big impact on how you, you look at leadership And uh, and we're we're like drastically reducing the price because we're looking for a beta test beta group to go through in January. So requires a couple hours a week um that you can figure out when to do that you'll connect live part of the so there's online videos and coursework and and not a ton because we know you got a day job but enough to where it's bringing value to you giving you some things to think about and then um once a week in a live zoom meeting you connect with us and the rest of the group and we get on and we have discussions i promise you this will impact the way that you lead others and we are—we will never offer it this cheap, you all. Hundred and ninety-seven dollars to go through this. The price point we—we were—we're we're thinking we're gonna—we're ha- gonna charge for this is gonna be nine ninety-seven. And that's what we're planning. So a thousand bucks to go through it, but only in this beta group are we offering it for one ninety seven. So if you're interested in that, go to leadin 30.com, check it out, see if it it works for you or forward that text, somebody, you know, who maybe will benefit from that. This is, this is for senior executives of large organizations who are looking to, to scale their career and look for ways to improve and constantly develop. Or it could be somebody who's brand new to leadership or you're a mid-level manager or you're a business owner. And you're thinking, man, it'll be really valuable to get some of that, connect with that other group and other executives and leaders, as well as to be able to have access to Jared and I as we dig into a lot of the topics that you hear us dig into here. We're going to start with you. We're going to talk about clarity. And the destination, where do you want to go? What are you trying to achieve? And we're going to ask some questions. This is what we do with leaders. In fact, we did it with a leader at um, at one of the, the organizations that we consult last week, and she loved it. She's like, wow, the questions you all just asked me and the model that you just showed me, it's really got me thinking. She found a ton of value. This is a senior Uh, executive of a fortune 50 company we're going to walk you through that we charge these leaders that we consult a a a, a good amount of money for access to us and to be able to be a client and you're getting this like (laughs) anyway i don't want to i don't want to sound vain but i i think this is a great opportunity but obviously i'm biased leadin30.com if you're interested okay hope you're healthy hope you're doing well we'll talk to you in the next episode